bang chick. <laughs> That's the theme. That's the whole theme song. Right there. It's just the one. Blank check. Blank check. This has got a blank check. Blank check. This kid's got a blank check. <laughs> My name is Bradley Jones. I'm Andrew Moldenhauer. And I'm Andy Huber. And this is not a movie review podcast, but a podcast where we try to recall the events of a film that we haven't seen in a very, very long time. This is what we remember about Blank Check. Were there two or three bad guys in Home Alone? And who was that forgetful fish in Finding Nemo? Join us as we're watching films. See what we remember and what memories we kill. Let's start the show. Here we go. This is what we remember. We haven't seen the movie in, I don't know, 20 years or so? 10 years, probably. probably I'm probably right in between there. Yeah, so we're not actually going to review the film on this podcast, but we're just kind of going to go through our heads and try to remember what the heck happened in this movie. Yeah, pretty much try to make sense of the order uh, of, of sequences in the film. And I've already tried to remember this, remembering nothing making sense in my head. So, it, you know, it's it'll hopefully be educational for me. Well, the title the title kind of gives you an idea. It's it's literally it just about a blank, about a blank, it's blank, about a blank check. check. Oh, it's about a blank trying check. to find its way back home and getting cashed in. Yeah, but before we get into the movie, since it's the first episode, we'll tell about about you uh, about ourselves. Um, my name is Bradley Jones. I am a filmmaker. I grew up as a kid watching movies on VHS. We'd always have family night, and we'd go get a movie, and I'd rent um, one with the family, and we'd watch it, and. Whatever we rented as a kid, like, we had for the whole weekend. So I'd usually watch a movie on repeat. And every once in a while we'd get VHSs and we'd get movies from friends and family to watch. But so, And I, had, I did have cable as a, as a kid, so I did see a lot of movies. But that's kind of like how I grew up. And I've seen so many movies, and that's what the podcast yeah. is going to be about. Is this what movies we saw as, as, as younger kids or whatever. And, yeah, I feel like uh, growing up in the 90s was, like, the best time for movies. There's so many kid-oriented films um well you and, know vhs was still fairly recent so like home movies were just such a big thing yeah at the time yeah i mean now you stream everything but <laughs> right and I, I would watch movies just on repeat like all day i'd watch them as many as i can i would just sit in front like we only had one vcr in the house so i could only do it if my family was out of you know out of town or i was alone so it wasn't that often but we had we had two because we had one on our main tv and then we had one of those old vhs camcorders the really big ones that sat on your shoulder which could act as a VCR. You could hook it to the, oh yeah, like a home, watch you it that play way. a home. Yeah, home VCR, so. I had a I had a VCR that um, the rewind button ended up breaking, and then I realized that the whole function of the the VCR was pointless because you could only watch a movie once. <laughs> well, they were one and done, baby. <laughs> well, they they would sell specifically VHS rewinders for that very reason, so you wouldn't wear out the head of your VCR. And yeah, I guess we were not that wealthy. <laughs> maybe you could try like maybe you put a pencil in it. Could you like rewind it like a cassette like, tape? Like, look, we cannot afford to rewind this thing. <laughs> no, we would just take the VHS outside and smash it with a hammer. <laughs> no evidence. Well, that was a good movie. Let's go break it. Um, I. I am a. I'm actually a social worker. I'm a amateur filmmaker. Um, pretty much my my relationship with movies probably comes from my grandma. I used to go to the film uh, to the to the theater with her all the time. We'd watch a lot of uh, movies together and 
she introduced me to a lot of like early Disney movies. I remember she um, took me to see Dunstan Checks In in the theater. Mm-hmm. Classic. Uh, like I said, it's, it was kind of like a perfect time to grow up. Um, there were a lot of like interesting, fun films uh, that had budgets to them. Yeah, that, I didn't grow. <laughs> I think where that's I, the important part. I didn't grow up where you guys did, but I had a dollar theater like a mile from my house, and that's how I'd watch a lot of films. Like my parents would just drop me off for the afternoon, and I would just sit there and watch whatever films they had. So the too. dollar theater raised you as a child. Well, yeah, I went there almost every weekend. It's like cable guy. <laughs> yeah, and you'd, you'd like there'd be a like a liquor store next door you'd go there and buy candy and sneak into the dollar theater <laughs> yeah. you know dang brad you hard i know right that's, that's brutal I, <laughs> I wasn't paying three dollars for goobers i was you yeah know, i was getting butterfinger bb's and sneaking those in <laughs> that's classic i don't know i think i had a ton of vhs's growing up and i never really thought about why until like i realized we took a lot of road trips when i was a kid like, a lot. Like, we would go to... My uncle had a place that's up in the UP, so we'd drive a... It's, like, nine, ten-hour drive. And the only way my parents, I think, could make it tolerable is to have us watching videos in the car. So we had, like, one of those little baby TVs with the VCR built in. Oh, yeah. You gotta hook it up to the electrical outlet in your yep. car. And, wow. uh, and I feel like every time we... we went and did that trip, they would buy, like, two or three movies just so that we could watch it. And that was the, the TV drive. with the VCR built in, yep. right? Oh, man. Yep. I always wanted one of those. That's yeah. yeah. So we had we had a ton of those. Plus, I spent all day watching like Disney Channel and TNT, and it was just all <laughs> all movies all the time. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, it was great. So I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. I did, I never really thought about the fact that we had so many, but we had a lot of movies in our house. <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of taped off television films. Yeah, and then, like, that too. Yeah, that was huge. Yep. Like being able to record straight from TV. Yep. Like, I, I remember having a whole bunch of uh, random VHSs with like no writing on them, and you pop them in, you get to see like all these classic like commercials. That's too. I just did that mm-hmm. not too long ago. I don't remember what the movie was, but I remember watching like it. It finished like at the first commercial break, and all of a sudden this really old Best Buy commercial came on where they're talking about like the giant camera you can get to capture all your favorite moments. And then they're like, and it's only like a thousand dollars. Oh my god! Like, but I, I'd go a little fancy with my recordings and actually pause it when the commercial was on, and oh. you'd have to like try to time the pause when the movie That's came quality. back. Yeah, and like sometimes you'd miss like a little bit of the movie, or you'd, <laughs> or you'd come back and it'd still be the commercial, it'd just be like a teaser for the film starting to start. <laughs> the best would be if you did that way, if you had a recorded version of the movie, but you missed something, but you didn't know you missed something mm-hmm. because. That's the only version you've ever seen. Yeah. And so there'd be times where, like, yeah, you'd, suddenly you'd watch the whole thing and be like, oh, like, I missed that one line, but now this all makes sense. Yeah. Well, and well, I, and well they were still formatting stuff for uh, TV, too, so there was stuff you were missing in films. I'm sure I'd, like, d- when I see a movie now that I saw when I was a kid, I was like, that scene didn't exist in that movie. And it's like, oh, it's because I saw it on the made-for-TV version where they right. edited that part out to fit it for time, you know? Right. <laughs> and I still, think, I still think they put that warning in front of movies when they start, like, this... Film has been formatted for yeah, time. Yeah, formatted for TV. Yeah. yeah. Some go the whole time, but I'm not sure how often it happens or not anymore. I don't watch a lot of films on TV at all. Really. Yeah, it's kind of like a lost uh, experience because I, other than like FX playing movies, right. I don't really know what cable stations play movies because you, you just go to the theater, you could stream it online, mm-hmm. download it illegally, buy it on iTunes, do whatever you want. Yeah. Like, you don't have to watch it on TV anymore. I think they would have, like, movies of the week, too. Maybe, like, Friday or, you know, sin- uh, Sunday, Disney would have movies of the week. Yeah. And they still do, like, I don't... ABC Family doesn't exist anymore, but when they have, like, the Harry Potter movies, it was always, like, an event when they got a new one. I 
I think that they only play the Harry Potter movies. <laughs> I swear to God, it's... if you turn ABC on right now, they're probably playing the second Harry Potter movie. Yeah. Yeah, and that's pretty accurate. I don't know of a time when, like, that's that's the only place to watch them, and it's yeah. the only thing you can watch on that channel. Yeah, they, they have cornered the market on playing <laughs> Harry Potter on TV. They're like, they're just about to become the, the HP network. So it's just all Harry Potter all the time. I would subscribe to that channel. <laughs> Rather than buy the DVDs or the Blu-rays, I would just have that HPN network channel. So should we jump into Blank Check? The movie of the week? Blank Check. Let's, we're going to be talking about Blank Check. Um, I'm guessing, what, what do you, when do you think this movie came out? I'm guessing 1994. I, it, I know for sure it came out in 1994. Oh, okay, I would have said 93. 93. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Was this after Home Alone? Because I feel like it shared some it, similarities. It is. Um, there two, were a few movies it's like two this years that came after out. Home Alone Two. Yeah. Okay. So kind of riding the kid alone wave. <laughs> yeah, and, it's it's kind of um, it, you know John Hughes wrote the first and second Home Alone movie. He started to kind of he he stopped making movies as much in the nineties. He still wrote a couple classic movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that it it appears that a lot of these uh, film companies. We're trying to gear towards more like kind of kids comedies in the '90s. Yeah, um, it definitely went from the teenagers of the '80s to kids, young kids in the '90s. Exactly. So I don't even know what today. So this, this, I feel like is. Blank Check could be like a John Hughes movie, even though it, it's not. <laughs> I would love to see the John Hughes Him standing of outside of a girl's window with a giant blank check. Get <laughs> <laughs> <for> her attention. <laughs> So, so how, how, does, how does this movie start, do you think? I think he, he's maybe <coughs> at dinner or lunch, or he's eating breakfast with his family, and he's getting teased a lot by, like, siblings. Yeah, I feel like I remember him having yes. a lot of siblings. And... I think yeah. He, yeah, I think he had, like, an older brother who was just too cool for him, maybe, like, kind of outside of his age range. I where think he, he, might have two, he might have had two older brothers, I think, but I, I could be wrong about that. I, I feel like the movie starts with his bike, because... I don't think it does. I think it I starts with I feel like he's him... biking around by himself trying to... Either maybe he's coming back from school or okay. going to school. And maybe he like needs lunch money, or there's like a situation where he needs money in the beginning of the film. The beginning of the film, it's his birthday. Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah, and he gets a, a check from his he grandma his, or something? He, yes, he gets a check from his grandma, and I remember that the check is blank. Mm-hmm. And the, a blank check? Yes, he gets, Wait, a, he he gets, gets a, a blank check in the movie Blank Check? This is not the first time that he'll get a blank <laughs> check. <laughs> I, so what happens is, I believe, his grandma wrote a blank check, okay. and his mom says... Oh, she uh, forgot to write the number She in. forgot to write the number right. in. And, I'll just put $10 or something. Well, I think what I, what I specifically remember um, is, she says, how much did you get from her last year? And, and he's like, I got $10. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, you're 11 now. I'm going to write 11 on there, because I think that's what she meant. Okay. So he's getting, like, right. another dollar for every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That and makes this, sense. Something this, like that. And this and, spoiled millennial is like, $11 is not enough. Yeah. I you can't... Need, I need... I you need, can't spend more than a half this, an hour yeah. at the yeah. arcade. What, is, what does he want in the beginning? Does he want to spend money on something? He wants to buy a new computer, maybe? Yeah, the computer pays a, a part later in the film. But I, is there... I, I guess like I don't really remember the computer. I feel like... No, yeah. I feel yeah, like he was you're like right about that. There was something he guy. wanted to get that he clearly Maybe it was like a, a disc game, like a floppy oh, disk type game. Like, oh, maybe. Not like Doom, but something along those lines, like a new game was being released. All right, so he goes to the bank to cash the check, right? 
Yeah, so he's going to the By bank. Himself. He's For some on reason, the way. A little yes. kid he, is going right. to a he's bank. He's biking to the bank. Mm-hmm. Can does he? Does that mean he has a bank account? At age 11? <laughs> I think he has a bank account. Or he was going to open. He's going to open one with his eleven dollar yeah. check. Actually, I think that's the case because he gets there and they're like they the banker guy like laughs at him. Oh, probably because yeah, it costs yeah, yeah. more to open an account. Right. Yeah. It's like oh, it's fifty dollars yes. to open an account. Because I think he goes well, and leaves. Fifty is a lot. <laughs> and it's like for a kid. Leaves. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. No. Yeah. They're like oh boy, uh, this kid's got eleven dollars. You know, yeah. You stop. can't even afford to open the account, little kid. But on the way to the bank, that's when he gets hit by the the criminal yeah, he's gangster in, mastermind. He's, he's guy. leaving the bank. He's, he's in the leaving, parking lot. Oh, he's leaving the, the bank. bank. Because he gets laughed oh, and embarrassed yeah, by the guy. Right. right. So the the guy, um, and I was I was racking my brain to try and remember this guy because he's he has, a character he actor. Probably, he's probably balding. He's, he's got balding. He's got red hair. hair. Red hair. Okay. He's wearing he, a suit. He looks like an FBI agent, or he could play like a cop in any type of movie. He's he backs into the the kid. Yeah. Does he get distracted for like a second, and that's why he hits the kid, or is it like, is there any reason he hits the uh, kid? I think, think he's maybe he's like in a hurry or something like that. Uh huh. And first of all, what's what do you, what's the kid's name? Can anyone remember what his name is? <laughs> it's uh, either uh, blank <laughs> or it's Czech. <laughs> Waters maybe Pre- Preston. Ooh, Does that Preston. Sound right? Preston no. Wa- oh yeah. I think it's Preston Waters. I didn't look this up, but uh, okay, that could be wrong. I I, would I, agree. I don't know about the last name, but I, I would probably agree either. with the first name. Yeah, that seems like a seems like the right call. Look, see, I, I, out of respect for him and what his wishes were, all like I only refer to him as Mister Macintosh. So. <laughs> okay, we'll get okay. to that. We'll get to that in a second. But yeah, <laughs> he is Mister Macintosh. Yeah. Um, Okay, so the guy runs over his bike. Right. Yep. This is probably within, like, the first 15 minutes yeah, of the yeah. movie. And yeah. I think the bike is, like, totally destroyed. Like, the front wheel's oh, all yeah. bent. It's and totally it's mangled. You can't ride it at all. And so the guy is in a hurry. I kind of don't remember why he's in a hurry. Yeah, I don't remember that either. I was going to bring I that think, up. Wasn't he the guy... Wasn't he involved with the 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 blank the second blank checks so yes he's one, he he's gives him the part second of the check. criminal conspiracy to somehow launder money through this bank right so maybe it even sets up the movie before like there's a scene where there's a gangster scene and they're talking about a deal and that's why they're in a hurry or something like yeah, that yeah they're trying yeah. to get money from the bank they have an inside man yeah, yeah the that, manager that, that embarrasses the kid but I'm wondering is this the first time we meet the gangster criminal guys in the film no because I think that he's inside the bank oh, well, arguing with someone okay or, that could be well the kid's in there like like this bald mm. guy something goes wrong in the bank I don't and think he, he causes some type all. of he causes some type of like ruckus alright because I think that's like the first time we meet him is in the bank when Preston goes in there. You're saying so... Preston makes me think it's. <laughs> yeah, I really, I really <laughs> hope, I really hope it's not. Well, Preston. You We're so... gonna call him Preston the rest of this. You sounded so podcast. confident. <laughs> I, I have to go with you. <laughs> so, and he gets the blank check. The criminal's like, "Oh, whatever, kid, give this to your parents." Yeah, and he they doesn't write do the amount it. in there. He's right. trying to basically say, like, I, you know, yeah, the sixty-year-old yes, man gives a little kid a blank like, check. He's definitely not sixty. He is seventy years old. <laughs> and he yeah. gives a little kid. Well, a blank I, check. I feel like he like hears sirens or something and gets paranoid. That maybe like, the cops are nearby. So he just okay. like he's just like, yeah, do you hear he's like, thing? Ah, I can't, I can't write the amount. You, you figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Which. Wouldn't happen, right? <laughs> well, it sounds like a terrible idea, regardless of if you have. Uh, I wouldn't a give anybody a blank check. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, 
then all of a sudden you find out this little kid withdrew like two thousand dollars and i'm like oh now i can't pay my rent and now i'm gonna get evicted See, but the thing is he doesn't withdraw two million dollars he's in such a hurry where he can write his name out on the check and write it out to the kid but not have time to write in any amount. I, I feel like he might have said more that he just doesn't know how much the bike is, oh, okay. and he's in a hurry he's to just get like, out of there. I don't know what bikes are worth. I'm, an, he's I'm like, a criminal write, mastermind. Write fifty dollars on there because <laughs> he doesn't have the time to write fifty dollars. Right. So, so basically, murdering a kid, <laughs> almost murdering a child. Yeah. So I I feel like there could be two situations that happen from this. Mm-hmm. He's at the bank. He has a second blank check. He could go back into the bank, or he can go home and reflect on it? He goes home and reflect on you it. You think so? Because then he, he uh, goes home and prints out uh, the check out really nicely. Yeah. Like, he makes it out with, like, uh, he puts it in a printer, and then he puts oh, the amount shit. in, like, a million a million dollars in a nice Yeah, it actually, yeah, yeah, print, it actually has a font, printed, it, like, I think. It makes, like, a great This is, like, setup. this kid is, like, ahead of everything. Yeah. Like, this is, like, the start of, like, the internet. It, this and... is Leonardo DiCaprio and Catch Me If You Can as a kid. Yeah. yeah. So that's what this film is. He's ready. This kid... He's ready to forge some checks. This Was hacking something that was important in the early 90s? Oh, it was very important. Uh, haven't you seen the movie Hackers? Or the it's net? clearly amazing. <laughs> okay. It's a big deal. But I feel like yeah. both of those movies came out after Blank Check. So is Blank Check like the first hacking movie? No. <laughs> I, I don't think it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say that. It might be the first kid hacker. Well, that might not even be true. Okay. <laughs> So he goes home and he prints off. What, what is it? You were saying he prints off like a new check? No, it's the same check, but he he um, prints it in. The he puts that check in, a, in the printer. Yeah, and, it, oh, just, like, and then he prints yeah. the numbers on. See, okay. now, which is impressive on its own because I can't. I can't even get. You can't do that today, right? On a printer without being misaligned and all that yeah. stuff. I don't know how he managed to I format always... the printing. Exactly. To get right in those boxes. I feel like printing is like the last like technology that people don't understand. Like I can't print <laughs> a goddamn easy. thing sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> it's either like, like the ink is gone yeah. or like the the Bluetooth isn't working or. This kid is a genius. Well, he has that um, movie program that what it does whatever you want it to do in the film. So yeah, like, it, really it like looks does. like the check, and it's like it looks a you know a, like, yeah. a Photoshop or who, whatever comes up. Who created the software? Yeah, who created uh, the check for the software? Apple because he has an Apple. It's an Apple Macintosh. He's computer. using an Apple Macintosh computer. This is a brand place placement film. It, yeah, wow. It was straight up with the multicolor the Apple computer. symbol. I was like, also, as an IT professional, this kid was very impressive with his use of software. This is kind of interesting too because just from my limited knowledge of Apple computers, like. Wasn't this kind of a time when, like, Apple wasn't doing very well overall? The Macintosh was uh, their next okay success, because they had a couple bombs between the Apple II and the Macintosh, because they had, like, the Lisa, they had the Apple III, and no one really bought those. The Macintosh was, like, the first... Yeah, but the Macintosh came out, what, like, 85, maybe, or... I don't even remember. 84, 85. I feel like I should know this, but I don't. So was (laughs) I'm not even sure what version the Mac uses in the film. Was Apple using, like... Did they buy into this movie for, like, product placement or something? That's a good question. I'd be very curious to know if they... Was it because they were like, oh, well, people aren't really buying the the Macintosh. We need to uh, throw it into this movie blank check. The kids be like, I want a Macintosh. Be like, yeah, "Yeah, sure, kid, I'll buy you a $1,000 computer. Yeah, this is like the storm of, like, the new era of computers when, like, the internet was coming out and everything. Yeah, and maybe Macintosh is just a better name, other than, like, it can't be, like, Mr. Windows when he, like, tries to cash yeah, the check later. Yeah, that's true. Then everybody, like, that's clearly just an eight-year-old. 
But Macintosh, that's somebody who's important. That's a name you can trust. We need to pay attention to this guy. Okay. Hey, heck, if they so, put it on computers, it's good enough for me. Right. So what happens next is... I think he gets teased more by his family. Okay. Or, like, and they get mad at him for his bike being destroyed. I just remember him hating his family. Yeah. And that's why he wants to get out of there. I, yeah. I think you're right, Brad. The whole, the I think, whole time he's wanting his, to get out of the house. I think his dad or his mom, like, get really upset that his bike got ran over. Right. Without, and he's I, trying to explain, oh, him. I got this yeah. check, but... The, yeah. I swear to God, I speci- specifically <laughs> remember being very upset because I was... You know, us having the perspective of this kid being hit by a car and his yep. parents not being concerned about that, but being concerned about the bike. And blaming him. They're like, how could you let this happen like, to that your bike really that was really upsetting you? to yeah. me. Yep. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Parents were so. always ignoring their kids in these films. Just, if they would have just spent three seconds to listen to them. Yeah. Everything would have been fine. I blame Spielberg. So, <laughs> so he goes back to, he's probably at school or something like that, thinking I, about like, I don't know if he ever goes. I don't know if we ever see the school in this film. I'm sure he does distance learning on his Macintosh. (laughs) I think it's it's summer break for some reason. He's homeschooled, but just by the computer because his parents don't care about him. Like summer break or something. I don't think you ever do see a school. No, I don't think you do. So he goes back to the bank in order to cash the one million dollar check. check. (laughs) (laughs) Is is it made out to Mr. Macintosh at that point? The check. Or does that come later? I don't think it is. I think the guy didn't even write the name in. Yeah, they don't even know who no, this kid yeah, is. No, because, yeah, the name... Right. He doesn't create that like name a, until he buys until the later. castle. Okay. <laughs> okay. So he goes to cash the million-dollar check, and the bank teller, like, waves him off, like, oh, this joke kid. It's but a then, kid with the $11 check again. But then the bank manager is in with the criminal and thinks that he's coming to pick up... He, like, he's a courier or something for the criminals. Right, for a million dollars that he just happens to have. It's kind of like the kid um, jumped ahead of the guy that was supposed to show up. He he showed up maybe, like, ten minutes yeah, earlier. exactly ten minutes right before. Uh, and, and I remember the criminals had, like, <laughs> planned this thing to where there's, like, a code word so the manager would know... Right. When it was their guy coming to get the money. But I, I don't remember what the code word it is, was, but I remember that the bank guy was specifically trying to get him to say the word. It was OJ. Oh. Like, he offered him a OJ. drink. And was like, oh, would you like yeah. some Is this an OJ, OJ Simpson's reference? I mean, because this is like around the trial time, right? <laughs> I think it's before. Right before, maybe? But the OJ comes up because the guy who was supposed to pick up the check's name is Juice. That's right. Tone Lug plays a character named Juice, and then he's the OJ guy. So I didn't write a lot of notes down, but I did write one note that was Tone Lug stealing jobs from Sinbad back in the day. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like there's a couple movies that Sinbad could have been in. I think Sinbad turned this role down for whatever reason. And they picked up, hey, who's another guy we can get who's not doing much? (laughs) Kind of looks like Sinbad. Was Sinbad, was Sinbad doing well enough to be able to turn down roles? Well, when did he do First Kid? Because, you know... Yeah, House Guest and First Kid were my first two Sinbad memories. And then Jingle All the Way comes a little bit yeah. later. So maybe even Sinbad wasn't a popular Good Burger, point, <laughs> too. Yeah, could it could have, this could have been like the cusp before this, the Sinbad era. Okay. Well, either, either way, Tone Look is great. Tolok oh, oh is, is very, so good in this movie. He's got such a sexy voice. It's crazy. <laughs> he's got a funky Cole Medina. Funky Cole Medina voice. <laughs> um, so, okay, so the kid shows up. Yeah. The bank teller guy kind of... Um, and the bank teller guy's ecstatic. To say OJ. He's, the bank teller's, like, really happy that, like, 
that the kid is. I think this, he thinks it's the smartest idea yeah. that the criminal sent a kid to pick up the money. No oh, one, no one would ever would, expect it. Yeah, no one suspects. I don't know if this is just me imprinting on this film, but I feel okay. like I, in that scene when he's trying to get him to say the code word or whatever, I just I remember a lot of close-ups on both their faces, and like the bank guy was like really sweaty, like he was really nervous yeah. about it, and then finally the kid's like some juice or whatever and he's like oh thank god here's a million (laughs) dollars and i i also i feel like right after he walks out of the bank with the one million dollars does he get cash what's going on he gets gets cash money money. yeah the manager manager, and just is like the manager is like laughing the entire time i just remember him being like ecstatic and being really uncomfortable there's like a low angle shot on him just laughing at this kid and, and how great of an idea this criminal mastermind. Yeah, and, and so I feel like when so when he goes out of the bank, this is the moment when he has a million dollars in his hand. This is the moment where he lifts those glasses down and winks to the camera. Mm-hmm. Yep, as if like I did it. Movie has started. <laughs> but also at the same time, Tone Loke walks in and he's like Juice or OJ or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he does. He does the secret. Code and the guy's like, "What are you talking about? What are you talking about?" Right. He's like, "I'm the guy." No, he's like, the guy already came here. Yeah, the guy already came. No, I'm the guy. And then the guy freaks out and he's like, "Get the kid! Get the kid! He's in the parking lot!" But before this, we also get introduced to the girl in the film that um, I think she works in the bank, and she later shows up and she's a little kid's like manager. I'm pretty sure she's in the bank as one of the bank tellers. Uh, Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, I think is this the. I'm skipping ahead, but is this the girl that he goes on a date with? Yeah. Yes. Like the older, like 30-year-old, 40-year-old woman. That. The lady that makes this movie excellently creepy. Yeah. It it turns into... I don't know if I agree with you, Brad. I think, think I'm pretty she's sure she's in the, the bank. But, I, I mean, she might show up later, but there's definitely a cute assistant girl that's yeah. going to show up in a minute if she's not all there in the film. I think that... Because um, I think they have a little interaction as in the bank teller where, like, the flirtation already starts for some reason. Between this thirty-year-old woman and a ten-year-old kid. <laughs> Wait, is okay. that is that not normal? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I almost thought that she was kind of like a journalist or something like that, wanting to do a story on Mister so, Macintosh. <sighs> like she keeps wanting to meet him, right? Yeah, that's yeah. True, she so. keeps saying like, "When am I going to get Mr. to meet Mister Macintosh?" But I thought that's just because she I was like she was trying to, but she's only working with this kid who keeps saying that like this is what Mister Macintosh wants. Right. I thought, yeah, he was like the kid is kind of like. He pretends he's Mr. McIntosh's representative. Yeah. Right. Or, his, no, I think it's his dad, even. And his dad just, like, out of town. Okay. Pretty, but I, 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 I always thought that this girl was, like, a journalist trying to do a story about this this wealthy guy that mm. she doesn't know anything about. I think she's just hanging out with a little <clears throat> kid for some reason. If only we'd watched the movie. <laughs> <laughs> All this would be solved. No, let's, try to, let's try to move past it. So he's got sure. a briefcase full of money. Yep. He takes it home. And does he, like, do, like, a... Does he jump? Oh, in the oh yeah, he does. There's he the... does the most ninety things, po- yeah. nineties thing possible, which is to throw money in the air on the twin size the bed, air. and then fall in the bed like swimming Scrooge McDuck yeah. style. Scrooge McDuck for Inside sure. Inside the money. Yep. That. So now the fun starts. Where? <laughs> Wait, what this wasn't fun for you? Does he? What does he do with all the money? I think he starts to buy things. Yes. Yeah, but how? How does he do that? How well, does he buy things? The first with thing cash he does money? is buy like the castle yeah. that's like down the block from his parents' house. Yes, that's like the first thing he does. Yes, he, there's a for house, some reason there's a castle. There's a castle for sale. <laughs> Obviously, why is it at the end of his block? Because his parents are very like. That's what I, I was like, mm-hmm. that house seems out of place. I mean, this in movie definitely has got to take place in like Los Angeles or something like okay. that. So maybe right. his parents have some money, but it's expensive to live out there. 
But why are they also on the block with a giant castle? <laughs> so maybe there's a scene where he's with a realtor and he buys it with cash, and the realtor's like, "Oh, it's this much money." And it's like, no, "You don't have this kid," and he's like, "Oh, don't." This I? scene is like it takes place like in in the castle house, which uh-huh. I, I remember this house looking like it's like it looks like a house where they had like a fake castle front like put on the front of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like big plastered a yeah. castle. Like on the they're front. in there at this really long table, and it's like the realtor and this couple that wants to buy the house. And then oh, shit. he, the kid, <laughs> back home, gonna bleep that. he, like, calls in through his computer using, like, pretend, like, Skype before Skype existed. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, He yeah. calls in with a voice modulator right. as Mr. McIntosh, because that's where that's he gets the idea for the name. They're like, oh, well, who's buying this house, sir? And the kid's like, oh, no, and he looks at his computer and it says McIntosh. He's like, my name's Mr. McIntosh. I swear I do, do not remember this. No? Oh, yeah. that's, like, the... That's one of the best scenes in the film. Yeah, when he forget yeah, the voice modulator. Yeah, he's got a voice modulator, so he buys the house mm. over the phone in cash, and this poor couple has to go back out and find a new home because an eight-year-old <laughs> bought their dream house. <laughs> well, if they're gonna buy a castle, I'm not too worried about that. <laughs> yeah, they probably have There's only money, so though. many castles out there, yeah. man. It's hard to find them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he he buys the castle, yep. right? But he doesn't buy it for a million dollars, right? No, I just think he, so. I, he has money left over. No way. Because yeah, I feel yeah. like I, I kind of was remembering like the castle being a million dollars. It's like a half and then I was like, dollars. how does he buy all the rest of this? On credit. <laughs> He's like, trust me, <laughs> I, I don't understand. Charge it to the, the the visa. But there is a there, the whole. Oh, maybe he does get a visa. I don't remember. I don't know why that's important. <laughs> one, of, one of the things that happens in the film is like. They do stress that he's losing the money. Like, he spends a million dollars. Oh, yeah. This, this kid film. is going through a manic episode. Yeah. He spends, like, a million dollars in a week's time. And he, and he must use credit for something because it get, a bunch of it gets, like, repossessed. And so, I mean, like, they're not going to repossess it unless you still owe on it, right? Um, I don't know. I mean, if you're not making payments, they can re- re- right, yeah, so, but if right. Right. But if he buys you cash, cash you I don't know how... So he does have a visa, then. Yeah, I feel like he I must feel like have he a, buys yeah, the house for... Close to a million dollars. He starts spending for whatever. He buys a water slide. Yeah. He yeah. buys nice suits. Office. Okay. He travels in a limousine. He puts in a Otherwise known as expenses and furniture. <laughs> 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 yeah, he buys a uh, wrestling. Like, he buys uh, oh, a boxing wrestling. ring. Yeah. A boxing ring. Yeah. He gets um, the sumo wrestling suits. He has like a giant a bounce TV house. setup yeah. where it's yeah. like multiple yep. televisions. He's got like a 60 inch like box TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. The go-kart track. Um, the oh, go-kart security track. system. A go-kart track. Yeah. And he gets a staff because he gets. Yeah, he has his, butlers. Yeah, and he has like a butler, a driver. So and he hires the, 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 the driver lady. becomes like a, a key character. Yeah, it's like his. The driver is actually driver. the driver is actually like the mentor of the story in a way. It, yeah, I mean he's hmm. the closest to the kid. I feel like where he, he, I thought the girl he's like his buddy, was, but I could be no, no. Wrong. So first of all, Louis Anderson was not available for this <laughs> role because <laughs> this mentor guy looks the limo driver looks clearly like Louis Anderson. I guess, yeah, I. And what happens in the film is that I think that his parents aren't focused on him and his needs. They're busy just trying to go to work, live their lives, uh, something maybe going on with the grandma. They're not paying attention to him. So then this limo guy comes in to kind of be the parent and teach him all of these rules or or rules. And um, does he use an excuse to why he's not around the house? 
anymore? Does he say like I'm going to summer camp or something? To the parents? <gasps> yeah. Oh, parents? So, I almost feel like the, the parents castle? don't even care. Okay. I feel like it, the movie kind of sets it up like that. Like the whole point is that he wants to get out of his house because he feels like his parents don't care about him, and uh, like he's got these other siblings they care about more. I'm gonna make a wild claim and say that they think he's at computer camp or something like that. I can for, see okay. that for the week. Okay, for the but, week. <laughs> for the summer, takes... I think it takes place during the summer. But... I have no idea what. Yeah, I... how long this? Movie... How long this, was this movie was one day? Okay, long. okay. <laughs> he, he, would... he made and lost a million. If you were dollars. actually to guess, how long would you say this movie takes place over? I would guess like two months because I mean some of those things he like he has that water side put in from his office in the house out through other parts of the house mm-hmm. to the pool mm-hmm. and that's like a major construction project yeah, that would take at time. least a couple weeks yeah, yeah, yeah so same with the go kart track you can't just like you know yeah, that wasn't there before that was you dope. can't just slap that down I mean that takes some time yeah right? I would say probably it does take place you were saying over a summer I yeah that summer would make vacation. sense like a summer break yeah I could say like maybe. Three months, sure. That's that's probably like a summer break for a kid. And I also remember as he's doing the... He's constructing the house or reconstructing the house. I remember his dad can't get into his own driveway. Oh, yeah, because oh, the construction is so taking so that, much. I remember that. Yeah, because I think that um, his he wants actual to house them. is only like a couple houses away. Yes. Oh, he's the assistant for Mr. McIntosh. You were right. It's not like a made-up dad. His made dad, dad gets hired. He hires his dad own wants dad. to meet Mr. McIntosh to do something. Dad, huh? I think he hires his own dad for at least to do something for Mr. McIntosh. Yeah, uh, or something. He like pretends that. he's like the assistant. Yeah, he keeps not, not the son. Everyone wants to see this Mr. Because now, because then, because then he's all happy because he has power over his dad, sort of. Because now he's the one in charge. Yeah, he's yeah. like, Dad, sorry, you can't come in. You didn't pay attention to me. <laughs> <laughs> you yelled at me about my yeah. bike, and now yeah. Mr. McIntosh... You didn't care about my safety, so now I got a guy. new job, <laughs> and I'm quitting school. I'm getting paid really well. Bye, Dad. <laughs> so, in theory, Mr. McIntosh is only doing work through this little kid. There's some yes. old man, out, fictional <clears throat> man out there. Which everyone character. seems yeah. surprisingly okay with. Everyone's fine with this... They're like, oh, kid. no. It's it, a summer job. That's what it is. Like, they're just working a summer job yeah, for Mr. No, McIntosh. No one's like... Like, they're skeptical that... for a second. Like, everyone's like, you're Mr. McIntosh's representative? And, and and then he'll be like, yes. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay. And, like, yeah, that's, yeah. I feel like that's everyone in the movie. Like, Mr. I... McIntosh is the big fish character that you keep on see- hearing more and more things about. Mm-hmm. And people keep yes. on think. There's even people who say that they met, met yeah, him it's at kind some of, point. Yeah, kind of like Great Gatsby-esque, where it's, yeah, everyone's like, yeah. oh, yeah, you, Mr. McIntosh is amazing. <laughs> yeah, Blank Check is just like the Great Gatsby. <laughs> it's exactly like the Great Gatsby. <laughs> so, um, what happens next? He... Well, does all the construction. The criminal mass has masterminds have to be on to him at some point. So I think Juice is, like, tailing him. Or and the bank manager is also, like, trying to figure it out. Oh, oh. I think what happens is Tone Loke and bald guy who ran over the bike, I think they maybe, like, as they're driving around trying to figure out what to do, they, they probably they see, see the kid. And he yeah. recognizes him. Right. Yes. They're like, right. that's the kid, and they follow him, and there's kind of, together. like, a chase sequence happening mm-hmm. inside the, the house right Isn't no that, no that, i think this the is end? like that, on yeah. the street this is earlier okay. and they they do end up following him back somehow to the house mm-hmm. they figure it out yeah so they understand like w- that the money is being spent yes so yeah so the so the kid he gets the house he puts all the stuff in and he gets his staff and then that's when he starts eyeballing the, the like the 35 year old lady mm-hmm. she's good looking she, oh, she, she's gorgeous. When I was a kid, that stirred some feelings. That's, that girl oh, in that movie. Down, too true. Down. Down under. Down, <laughs> down in Australia. Under, downtown. <laughs> down, down. Right in the downtown. It stirred, it stirred some feelings. <laughs> yeah. 
and there rescuers was, down under. <laughs> I didn't sense it as a kid, but probably looking back on it, there was some uncomfortableness. I think that girl was flirting with that kid. It for, seems for like what a, gain? I don't know. It's well, know, for money because yeah, she wants, he works for the rich Mr. McIntosh. She wants to meet Mr. McIntosh, and she oh, thinks she's, she's trying to. Is she like find a him. gold digger in a way? I don't know if it's. She yeah, come off that way. If she but... is the journalist thing, because I understand, like she's trying to, she'll do anything for a Whoa, story. Even Ooh. even banging eight year old. Oh jeez. So <laughs> oh, but I, yeah, I feel Lord. like at first she's like she. I mean, you got to get to the New York Times somehow, right? I feel like it's really <laughs> oh, weird because no. at first, yeah, she's like treating him like he. She's just like, oh, he's just this cute little kid, and then after a while, she starts being like, oh, he's Ooh. charming, and, and she, I was like, they go on a date. They straight up go on okay, yeah. a fancy restaurant dinner date. Basically, where they go car. With couple, each other. Yeah, there's a couple things that happen, and then let's skip to the date yeah. part. It's essentially what happens in Big, but it's not an older Tom Hanks and an older girl. It's a younger kid and an old girl, and somehow they're having a date together. Yeah. See, I think, though, the thing was, Mr. McIntosh was supposed to show up to the date. Yes, he, oh, she was. Oh, she told canceled. him it was to meet him, and That's then, right. yeah, he, and then he canceled, so then it... And Why then don't you have a date with like, me? He was just like, we could still go out. I just remember a weird the part was kind of playing on her. the date where they're in like a yeah. pool together or something, and they almost They kiss. definitely go swimming. They, no, they, the they go to a water fountain. Okay. Okay. They, like they're, they're, wa- they're doing kind of like a Central Park type thing, but in L.A., wherever that might be. And they stop at a, after dinner, they stop at a um, a water fountain, and he kind of, like, gets the girl to break out of her shell a little bit, because I think she's kind of, like, unsure throughout the entire date. I, I don't know where that's going, but... <laughs> she's like, but it is kind of... So then, then they do the whole water fountain thing, and they run through that, and it's like a big, like, oh, this is really fun... It's like a cool moment, mm-hmm. yeah. but, it's, but it's uncomfortable because it's an eleven-year-old kid. And yeah, and he's and a clearly five-year-old woman. Yeah, they he don't clearly trying to, trying to to seal the deal on that one. She's <laughs> a, and she is kind of all in on it a little. The bit. The other thing I remember is there is a talk that the limo driver Louis Anderson has with <laughs> the kid about going to a buffet dinner. Yeah, they go to a buffet dinner, and the guy, <laughs> the joke is that this kind of overweight guy says the important point of a buffet is to bring a plastic bag <laughs> to fill up <laughs> to fill up oh, yeah. on, and that point know, still stands today and if he you go to a buffet he literally a says it doesn't say all you can eat there <laughs> <laughs> that needs to be on the poster yeah. this guy knows life secrets he knows yeah. life hacks he's the mentor yeah. of the main character he's giving him all he's, these yeah, lessons showing him how to be sort of like a grungy adult <laughs> so in a way he's the dad that the kid always wanted and the girl assistant is the mom that he always wanted oh now that right? now that's that even more gross oh, that's what the representation that, is There's that one an Oedipus thing, that would draw back yeah. the uh, pedophile element of right. the yeah. whole story <laughs> maybe so um they go on the date they mm-hmm. have a lot of fun they go go-karting i think and then yep they may, they may even play with all of his stuff in the they, box i party. remember he has like he hosts a giant party where all his friends come yeah over. that happens because like he was bummed oh. that his birthday was kind of a bomb so he oh has, yeah like, a, now he's like the yeah, big his guy it was a bomb so he has like all his friends come over to play at his place but and that, like down the road then he realizes like they they, they were, were only coming over because he has all the cool stuff yeah. they don't actually like him 
Oh, that's and deep. And there's a scene where he gets really mad at them, like a kid breaks something or something happens. Yeah, and, or, he, and he's like, that was an antique. Or yeah, something gay. I mean, that's probably not what he actually says, but... <laughs> idea. That like, was an antique! He's becoming an 11-year-old is yeah. really, like, focused on antiques. Well, he's becoming, like, an old person now, and he's all concerned about money. And he's still only 8 years old, which we are constantly reminded of every time he tries to bang the one chick. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so, he goes through that... Um, so he knows that his friends don't like him anymore, and he and the criminals catch it's up to him at that point. It's arguable that he right? never had friends. Yes, that's that could be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they all that's leave why, the party. I feel like that's why he's on the computer all the time. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and he's looking at like the briefcase, and it's like almost empty, or he has like a hundred dollars left. Yeah, <laughs> he gets really depressed, like he spent all the money. Yeah, or like, it's yeah, like fun, he, yeah. fun's over. Fun's oh over. no, because someone comes up and it says like, "Hey, like it's time to pay something," and he's like, "Oh, okay," and that's no when problem. He goes, to get the money and realizes he's like out of money and he's like mm-hmm. uh oh like yeah. so I think like the movie's kind of a, about greed and in a way like be, money money doesn't solve happy, yeah, money, money doesn't buy no, money doesn't make although happy. he's very happy through a lot of the he film. is very happy for and he most dates of a thirty five year old woman so it's not too bad I mean, money can buy you a thirty five year old woman yeah, is what I the message I took away from that that's film. a good moral. And really, yeah. <laughs> so at that point, the criminals catch up to him, and they want the money, but he's like, "I spent it all, right?" Yeah. And he's like, "There's no way you spend a million dollars." Yeah, yeah, that's right. They come months, up to him, and he's like, like, "Look, I here's did. the safe. It's he empty. starts getting things right. like repoed first, though. I feel like, and he's all depressed. Yeah, I remember yeah, him yeah. being really depressed. He gets, like, the and go karts, go karts, angry. Like he's like, ah, because he's like, everything's falling apart, and yeah, and I remember, yeah, the a bunch of stuff starts getting repossessed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um. How do the criminals get caught by the police or whatever? There's a chase scene in the there house. There is a chase I think. scene in the house because he takes his and water slide from his office as like his escape thing, right? Which was awesome, yeah. and I always wanted. Oh to my do. god, I wanted yes. one of those. So bad. I want a water slide a right water slide now in the house in to the go house. out to the house. Ho- be... To me, that's it, amazing. To me, at that age, I was like, "Why can't we have? Why don't we all have one of these? This seems totally great." I mean, this is what it was like growing up in the '90s as a kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You were just jealous <laughs> of all the kids that had water slides from their very nice offices to the pool. So he... Okay, so the Tone Loke and the other guy, and possibly the, the bank, bank guy right. as well, yeah. I think yeah, he's yeah. kind of now like in the chase. Right. They end up going to the house... I literally don't remember how this I plays think, out. I think they think Mr. McIntosh is real also, and they want yeah. to talk to him. Absolutely. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Like, they want to threaten him because they bring guns and stuff. I think they bring guns. Yes. Yeah. Well, they, does, yeah, does they the definitely put a shot the kid. at in this film? I, or is it just like a threat? Does a gun go off in blank check? That's a good my, question. Ooh, that's a good you. debate. That's a good question. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I would say yes. I would say Tone Loke does not care. I would Tone Loke sh- tries to shoot. I think the balding guy would be the one to sh- try to shoot the kid. But Yeah, okay, maybe you're right. I, I would be. agree with that. I think a gun does go off in blank check. Okay. okay. I don't know. I'd buy it. It's it's a blank Chekhov's gun. <laughs> <laughs> that was classy wordplay. <laughs> so, um, so they go on this chase through his house, and the cops show up and arrest the criminals. Is that what happens? I feel like they show up to to find Mister McIntosh. Uh huh. And they're like, oh well, the, which just so happens there's these criminals here too, and so it ends. It resolves like that. It resolves itself. But I I almost <clears throat> feel as if in some way the 35 year old woman helps the kid uh, somehow, uh, maybe calling the police. Maybe yeah. she sees what's going on. Like she comes back, 
to talk to the kid. Does the kid tell her the truth? That's what I'm thinking. I I feel like there's a a revelation scene where he explains what happened to her. There's got to be, like, right before... I think it probably happens... Right when he runs out of money. Yeah, Yeah. the running out of money is finally when he's like... There is no Mr. McIntosh. There is, yeah, it was, it was, it was a whole time. Don't you love me? This is kind of like the dark night of the soul, basically. Like, when everything is, yeah. like, mm-hmm. breaking mm-hmm. down, he's reflecting on it. And he probably does, like, come clean to her first. Yeah. And, and she's also probably, the limo driver. She's probably resentful for it, I would guess. Like, she shuns him for lying to her the whole time? I, I think she tries to explain to him that money will not solve everything. Okay. I think that's probably, like, the moment... Like, he kind of gets, like, the hard lesson, yeah. and he has to learn from that. Gotta get that hurt truths. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so she, they kind of, maybe they separate, and then the third act, the, the kind of chase sequence in the house happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I don't know if this is true, but maybe in some way she comes back. Oh, and... wait a second. No, I think it's the limo driver that comes back. And he does something with the limo, like mm. maybe he He knocks... opens the car door and knocks the criminal yeah, over Yeah, it's like, like one of those oh. things. Yeah. Kind of like a uh, Three Stooges type act. Like he knocks the guy out somehow. It, he's... Is it Louis Anderson? Now that you say that. It is not Louis Anderson. the guy Anderson. who looks like Louis Anderson. It is... Louis Anderson was not available. <laughs> oh, okay. The poor man's Louis Anderson. If it was Louis Anderson, exactly. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm saying it could have been Louis Anderson. Yeah. So that... Cops have got the criminals, they're probably putting them in the cop cars, and they're questioning the little kid, or the little kid confesses to his parents that what happened. Like, mm-hmm. they're probably there at the scene, too. And they take him home, and they're like, they're oh, like it's all don't right. worry, everything will be fine now, yeah. because yeah. everything resolved itself somehow. <laughs> oh, God, what is the resolution? Like, maybe they pay attention to him more, or... I don't know. I can't even remember. I cannot remember. I think he's the only one that learns a lesson. Well, jumping back to the point where... um, So, the beginning of the movie, his parents aren't paying attention to him. When his dad finds out that he is the assistant to Mr. McIntosh, they start to have those kind of, like, morning breakfast scenes again where his dad's like, What are you doing today, son? And he's 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 like... interested in what he's Yeah, he's very interested because the the, the kid is actually doing something valuable in, in the eyes of this dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I'm going to go hang out with Mr. McIntosh. We're going to go here and there. Not just this kid shopping. with his $11 checks. Right. Yeah. So his dad's kind of proud of him in a way. But I don't know how that would resolve everything in the end. Yeah. When he like, says it was all a lie and he mm-hmm. spent all this money and it was stolen money. Right. I feel like, I feel like at the end his of that chase scene or something, him? like he runs to his dad and his dad's like... Don't mess with my son or something. And then he's like, Dad, you acknowledge me as your son. <laughs> kind of like a uh, Dirty Harry. <laughs> yes. Okay, so to wrap up. Are like, the criminals drug dealers? Or how do they get the money? I don't know if they explain in, Are they just trying exactly to launder it through the it bank? It sounds like they're just trying. Yeah, like they have a bunch of. Okay. It could be laundered through the bank. Or are they trying to steal the money from the bank? I don't know. Or I don't know or if yeah, that's really a money laundering have, scheme, though. Maybe the bank has insurance, and they were trying to... Well, then why would they need... I don't know why. I, I don't <sighs> remember okay. if it explains why, sure why the money exists. Exists. But they're clearly... They meet in, like, a warehouse to talk about this <clears throat> plan, and they're yeah. clearly bad guys. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, this is, like... This is very, like, gray territory where we're just not sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, what do you guys think is the overall moral of the story here? 
money can't buy happiness. Yeah, I mean, that's, I do think that's the whole point of the film. Is, right. Yeah, just the money can't buy happiness. Like, look, even if you're eight years old and have a million dollars, you're still going to be miserable and no one's going to be your friend. Mm-hmm. Um, but your parents might like you in the end. Right. Do you think that's easy to understand as a kid watching this movie? I think I, yeah. I, I, think I picked I think that so. up as a kid. Yeah, I was like, kind of. oh, like, yeah, he's got all this stuff, but no one wants to play with him with the stuff anymore. And now he's bored and miserable. Yeah. Like, friends are more important than money. Got it. And, and he doesn't have either one at the end of the film. Right. <laughs> he doesn't have friends. He's, and it, like, well, and, oh, and I remember, like, so... when he has the money, he's kind of paying people to be his friends, which right. is what, like, yeah. It's part of the way yeah. when he runs out and everyone just leaves. And he's like, why are you just leaving? Yeah, and they're like, you're not paying us anymore. And he's like, oh, I thought we were friends. So nothing gets fixed at the end? He doesn't have, like, a single friend? Maybe or... his parents like him more, or he just... Maybe what happens is he gets invited to a birthday party at the end. I don't think that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that happens. There's already been, like, three birthday parties in this film. There's not going to be another one at the well, end. I mean, the on. rule of threes. <laughs> Brad's like, no, I just don't think that kid would ever be I bet they just fade kid. out with him, like, riding his bike or walking home with his parents or something like that. <laughs> Although, it's, I would like to see like a set up for blank check too. If that yeah. ever happens, oh man, how that oh. would work out? Would that be a billion dollars today? Yeah, it would yeah. have to be right. Like anything less than like if blank, yeah, a million dollars would be nothing to. It's too much money. <laughs> too much money. <laughs> he wouldn't have. He, he wouldn't be able to spend it in the summer. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think he ever goes out with that girl when he becomes of age? You think ten years? Is she, do you think she's years like, years? like, look me up? Is she when waiting? You're is she waiting around for the, for him to turn when she's like forty five? Yeah, <laughs> I bet she would say she'd be do like, they yeah, end look up me up when you're eighteen, and then he does, and he's like, from like a distance, he's like, nope. <laughs> I bet she's still well. good looking today if we saw a photo. Of her. I bet she is, but this is just in my like, you know, huh. right. teens mind's eye when I'm remembering this film. Yeah. So when you guys saw the movie, uh, when you. Either when you were a kid or the last like five or ten years, do you think it it was good and it still held up? Yes, I loved that movie when I, I was watched a kid. it. A lot. Every time that movie was on TV, I would watch that movie because mm-hmm. I, I loved it. Absolutely, also loved the film. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember watching the crap out of that movie because everyone wanted to be that kid. Everyone oh, yeah. wanted to buy like independent from their parents. You know, yeah, that was that age where you wanted to get away. And you wanted and to be able, yeah, not be play on go karts every day and. The, Mm-hmm. Slide a water slide yeah. in your room, and this is like the it, backwards hat type era, like Bugle Boy. <laughs> well, you also just didn't have, we just didn't have a good concept of money too as a kid, so we'd like, yeah. oh, we can just buy whatever we want if we just happen to have a million dollars. Like, why can't we do that now? Yeah, because like, oh, yeah, like this this movie is pre like two thousand eight financial crisis. Yes, right? <laughs> it's would have been a very different movie. <laughs> He's hiring all these people because they're just desperate for work. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, all right, so uh, come back with us in part two, and we'll see what we got wrong, see what we got right. We're going to be so wrong. We don't have ads on this episode, but if we did, they'd go here. But we don't, so enjoy the show. I'm having a vision here of a, of a date, the perfect date for you guys. Uh, stay mm-hmm. Kevin! Oh, my little friend, you really have the hots for this one, huh? Hey, you know, if you really want to go upscale, that all-you-can-eat salad bar, women love that. Take some with you, you know, line your pockets with plastic bags, put the food in there because it doesn't say all you can eat here. Does it say here on the sign? I don't think so. So you take something back for later. A little snackaroo. Oh, women love that. You get home and you got a pocket full of hot wings. 
There's nothing more that impresses a woman. So welcome back to part two. We just watched Blank Check. Blank Check. Yep, we did it. Blank Check. So good. Was it though? <laughs> <laughs> was it so I was, good? The movie didn't hold up as well as I thought it would. I'm gonna I'm gonna come out and say it. I think this movie held up really well. <laughs> I didn't. It I, was it was hilarious, but I, I don't ever want to watch it again. No, <laughs> let me just put that no, up there. I do not. I do not need to watch. I don't want to watch Blank Check ever again. I might watch it next week. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's great. I. I, I thought this movie was crushing it every day. Yeah. <laughs> the so, whole film. So we got we got a few things. We got a lot of things right. Yeah, we did. That's for sure. We did yeah. get a we, lot But wrong. we did get a few things we also wrong. Did, yeah, we did miss a few key things. One of the biggest things we got wrong is we had no idea what that girl did for a living. Yeah. I no. thought she just worked at the yeah, bank. I mean, you, you both thought, thought she was a journalist. <laughs> you were close, though, because you were like, she's investigating <laughs> as a journalist. And we were, right. No, I was, turns out I she's just a her trying to see Mr. McIntosh. She, she and had, she did. Yeah, well, well, no, she didn't. Well, she, yeah. <laughs> she did try that. Like, and that was like a major plot point. She's an undercover cop who's trying to catch the guy who stole the money from the beginning, yes. like the main evil guy. Yeah, Somehow and she, she knows also, about him. She also thinks that Mr. McIntosh is the guy she's because, trying to catch. Okay, yes. which, uh, which confused me. This is, uh, this is part of my notes, but this was the thing that confused me the most is the whole premise of the movie is that he deposits this marked cash at the bank mm, correct. so that he can withdraw clean cash. Right. But when he, the kid comes and gets the cash... And then buys the house with it. It's marked money, so yeah. it's the same money he deposited in the, the bank. bank. Manager did not switch out the bills. No, like he was supposed to. and that I, I was like, wait, so is it just so that he could have plausible deniability? Like, oh, I got these marked bills from this bank. And why does he want cash anyway? Wouldn't that? I don't. Why does he oh, want? I don't know. A million dollars in cash to just spend. I was gonna say if he can with. if he can deposit that money in the bank because he knows the manager and who gives him a checkbook for that money. Why not just leave it there because then no one ever has to handle those bills until they go somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, the big man gives him a checkbook to s- spend the money that he yes. is laundering. Well, it, it basically he does exactly what he did with the what the kid did, but with juice. Uh, oh, where yeah. he writes juice, juice a, the check yeah. for a million bucks with that checkbook. Right. Just like he gives the blank check to the kid and the kid writes in a million bucks. Yeah, the, so the bank manager giving the checkbook didn't make any sense. It didn't make any sense. But that check ended up coming into play because when the villain ran over the bike he used that checkbook to write out the check yes where's that money coming from <laughs> well, I was like, this checking, I... isn't a check need a checking account to well, draw it money sounds like from a, i mean it was like you said it was a temporary checkbook so it's like those what new starter check thingies so i guess it was like the manager knows that these this these checks go to like the the, the dirty money but I, listen guys this seems very convoluted you gotta pass you gotta get past the plausibility of that and get to that fucking sweet slide. That the <laughs> oh kid my is god, that's okay. I still want that, <laughs> even though it seems totally impractical. And you'd be sitting in your office listening to the water rushing down the slide all day, which means you're gonna have to pee like a hundred times a yeah, day. Yeah, that's true. But also, I I do remember us wondering how long this movie takes place over, and they explicitly say, <laughs> yeah, they do. It's like six, six, six days. days, six days, six days. And we were talking about like, there's no way it's less than like a month because of the serious. He buys a house. Guys. He constructs the house. <laughs> he he spends, goes on a date. He spends a million dollars in six, six days. Days. Although I think. A good chunk of that came from that stupid party. The party planner who was ripping him off, clearly ripping him off. And we didn't even know she was in the movie when we were talking about it. Okay, and if you're, like, dealing with Mr. McIntosh's assistant, why do you treat him like dirt? She was, like, yelling at that kid like he's in, like, she's like, that's terrible, you're the worst. And I was like, this man represents the guy that's paying you. You're supposed to be treating him much nicer. awful person. 
Yeah. He really should have found a different party planner because she ripped him off big time. Yeah, everyone else. And then when he was like, like, no, I can't pay you quite yet, she just gets up on stage and just like, he's not paying me, this party's over. Yeah, like like, people are literally like stealing items from the party. I was like, this is clearly pre-Yelp because that lady would have a terrible Yelp review for her party planning. Yeah. That party was lame. It was lame. It was lame. Which I was just didn't even know. Yeah, it was like, yeah. Yeah, He he even acknowledged that. Like, like, no he didn't know him. any of those people at the party. So, like, how did they get invited? Did this party planner just have, like, a list, a list of, people of people to invite to parties? It's kind of like the Oscars when, like, when a celebrity gets up, they have people fill the seats. Yeah. Like, it felt like that. Yeah. Like, I, like the I, whole party. I didn't understand at all, like, where who all these people were that got <laughs> invited. Unless, like, they're inviting the people that delivered all the stuff to the house. Not only did those people not know Mr. McIntosh, they didn't know the kid either. Yeah. Right. Because everyone was treating him like, they're like, get out of the way, kid. And I think... Or, like, the guy with the presents table who's like, these are Mr. McIntosh's presents. And I was like, this should have been responsibility of the party planner <laughs> to make sure that the yeah. employees know this kid, this kid is the most represents important. the employer. Yes. And I'm pretty sure we thought that his friends rejected him. Right. And that's why... He felt bad, but it was just these random party people that were just... Oh, at that party. Yeah, cool. We yeah. thought he'd thrown a party for, for the kids his, at his school, his but that never happened. Birthday. No. We did miss that. Also, that did not happen. this kid no, literally has no friends in the movie. No, nope. he doesn't. Just his brothers, and, a whiny and, little redhead kid. Yeah, the, the bully that seemed, apparently runs... Who literally named Butch, because that's what you name bullies. <laughs> yeah. And, who, and he's wearing every single color known to man on his <laughs> shirt. <laughs> we have the beginning of the movie... Oh, yeah, that's right. So the beginning of the movie, where we already kind of got off the rails, was he goes to Butch's birthday party. We thought it was like he was at it his was at a birthday weird party. Carnival but yeah, he, he goes to Butch's party, even though Butch does not ride. want him there. I don't know no. why he was invited. Yeah, and he only gets six bucks or something. Yeah, his parents give him six dollars, which they tell him will give tokens. him fun all day at this theme park where you pay per ride. All it gives him is like a cotton candy and a couple of rides on a carousel. Yeah, that's all he gets. I it really did bum me out seeing yeah. seeing that. That was scene. a really hard scene to watch. Like he's clearly like miserable and he feels. Totally embarrassed. Yeah, number one, he doesn't have enough money to ride any of the rides. Number two, none of these people are his friends. No, yeah. He's forced to go to this. And they laugh at him as soon as he gets there anyway. Like, he clearly is miserable from the start. Yeah. But it is his fault for standing on that bridge with that cotton candy. That's He should have known better than that. Because he was all alone. It's as if that's his first time seeing this ride ever. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, so I had a question. In the beginning, I, I wasn't entirely clear on whether or not the main bad guy had just escaped from prison or had just gotten out of prison? I, I don't know. I don't think that's clear. You see him running Because it looked like he was in a jumpsuit. But, but at the same time, like... I don't think he's running from anybody. Yeah, well, he did get spooked by the cop car when he runs over the kid's bike. Yeah, I think... That's true. I, I Why think what happened? Spooked? I think what happened is he did break out of jail. He stashed a million dollars at some random location. Mm-hmm. And we see the scene of him running to this location... Getting the million dollars yeah. and, and then taking it to the I bank just, to yeah, launder it. I just wasn't it. sure if like he'd hit it and then gotten like arrested for it later and they never found the money. So he just got out and went to retrieve it and now needed to launder it. Or if he'd like, literally escaped prison and was on the lam, like this whole film. It, I, we also didn't know where the money know. came from. We don't know if it was drug some money sort of, or... It sounded like it was some it was sort a, of heist. A robbed but a bank. Yeah, that is not clear. But all the bills were marked with FBI. Yeah, they so were stamped FBI, which I was like, I don't from think that's Pentagon how they marked bills. How do you feel? Yeah, like, if it's stamped by the FBI... What do you steal mo- money That makes me think that it was like he was holding hostages and ordered, demanded the FBI bring him money and somehow yeah, that, managed to get away. Well, that would make sense. The money was marked because... I mean, it, it, it's possible that they stole it from a bank or something like that, but they 
were able to track the the serial well, number. Well, no, because when he, she it. when he pays the money for the house, the undercover cop lady sees. Yeah, because the 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 mur- the realtor brings that money to the mm-hmm. same bank because everyone uses that bank and gives it to the teller who is the undercover cop, and she puts <laughs> it under a little black light and just says FBI in yep. invisible ink on the bill. <laughs> Where did you get this? It's and she's like, some guy paid cash for my house. Huh? Okay, wait a second though. Is it <laughs> is it illegal to rob some rob Mark bills? <laughs> That's you I was like. Well, them. that's what I'm thinking. Like these bills were marked, so it sounds like the FBI like had to give yeah. them the bills and so mark them robbed, so they could catch them later. Someone that already had marked bills. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's very not clear how this worked. Right. <laughs> okay, well, all boils down to is the bank manager did, did not switch out those bills. Yeah. For, yes. So I mean, yeah. he's a failure. He did not. He did not <laughs> he did launder not do the money. money job. Like the whole point was to launder the money through the bank, and yeah. that didn't happen. But he does take money out of a, a vault that's in his office. But so he, he put, just puts the he puts, fake. He puts he put the fake money, money in or the marked money put, in the vault, and, and he took the same the money, back, money back, out. back out. Like was he supposed to grab different <laughs> bills? It was just too lazy to reach further into the vault. <laughs> I, it didn't yeah. make any sense to me. Oh, so yeah. he he dropped off the money, and they were stuck on this bank scene. Yeah, it was, this is like the start of the movie, and they're already messing he, it up. Yeah, he, he dropped. Okay, so he dropped off the. Go. He dropped off they the money at out. the bank, and the very next day they were going to pick up the money at the bank. <laughs> yeah, yes. same money. And he didn't change out the he money. Didn't change the bills. And he what even what was the point? And also, he, <laughs> also, he didn't need anybody to pick it up. Because it wasn't like he was trying to hide from anybody. Because he goes to the bank twice in the movie. Yes, that's once what, yeah. to give the money, and then wants to complain about the money not being there. Also, I I do remember it. This made me laugh. Um, when you first meet the villain, or when the villain goes to meet the bank guy, yeah, and kind of like strong arm arm him into um, laundering the money. Yeah, yeah. The villain. The villain grabs. A photo of his family, and he's like, "Nice family." And the the bank <laughs> guy immediately says, "You're not going to hurt them, are you?" Like, he's like, no, "No, my family. Like, you're not going to hurt them." <laughs> like immediately jumping to the stakes, like he, like the guy just said, "Nice family," yeah. and he's like, "Oh, you're going to hurt them." I like, mean, to be fair, I don't think the bad guy was saying, "Oh, you do have a really nice family. That's really nice." But uh, yeah, as a victim, okay. you don't need to give the bad guy ideas. But if you go right. back, like, it, he made that it very clear that it was a very effective as a leverage tool. <laughs> if you go back and watch it, the way he acts it out is so goofy, though it's, it's so strange. So I think the real tragedy is at the end, the bank teller's family. You know, he, the bank teller guy. I'm pretty sure the bank jail. manager goes to jail. Yeah, that family without is without a father now. <laughs> yeah, and. He, Oh, he was like forced into doing this. Yeah, too. he was not. It was like, yeah, he. I mean, he was pretty much forced to do it. Also, why was the FBI girl working at the bank? Because I was guess she they, just expecting that he was going to put the I money guess. into that bank. Right. That's what I'm like I'm, wondering. Or maybe they had a bunch of FBI agents at a bunch of banks, but I like, tell you. like the manager didn't even realize that like she was an undercover cop too. And if you're an undercover cop working as a bank teller, are you getting paid for both jobs? <laughs> I, I was what I would like to know. That. I was like, she double dipping. Like, that's... do undercover cops also get paid for the job they're being? It's not a bad gig, for. you know. Ooh. Does that mean that our FBI money gets like reduced a little bit because they're like, oh, we gotta like balance, balance out it out with their new salary? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so oh, man. So one other thing we got wrong is there are no guns in this film. Yeah, there's well, no. Well, that was we were, we were contended on that. We yeah. weren't sure if there was a guns or was not. There are absolutely no guns. No guns. In this I film. thought there was gonna be a gun. There's no even just a gun flash. Nope, nope, not even that. Wow, nope. Not um, in a Disney movie. <laughs> I did like that uh, the computer, which we kind of sort of got it. Like the reason they had the computer was apparently his dad stole it from his work, 
<laughs> yes, yeah. it did look like that. It ripped it off to the, <laughs> from his company. To give to the kids, older, two older brothers who were starting a company called Hand and Foot. Yes, I what? did write that down. I, I didn't know what that meant. Yeah. You think they sell gloves and shoes? What I was like, well, it sounded like it. they were selling labor, like they were doing chores <laughs> oh, for people. That so sense. that was like, maybe that's why it was Hand and Foot. Because later, they get the kid hires him and he just has some cleaning shit. And that's why I was like, I'm glad like... you mentioned that because I literally wrote on my on my card, hand and foot, and I didn't know what that meant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was the, the, his brother's company. I didn't know what that meant in the foot. actual movie. And so for some reason, it's okay for them to create an office in his room, despite right. they both having their own rooms. They set it up in the youngest brother's room. Does yep. that mean he has the biggest room? As the youngest brother? because oh, I don't Or know, is his I don't dad know. just really trying to dick him over again? That dad is awful. He is awful. He is. He, he is literally says, like, you need to value the a dollar. He's whatever. like, man, I really don't care about you at all because you uh, until you work, you have no value to me as a son. Mm, yeah. Like I I did nearly get the eleven dollar thing right. I got the yes. I got the yeah, money. You got the amount right. The... I didn't get the reasoning correct. Yeah. Um he, so he I said that it was his eleventh birthday, but it wasn't. I don't know what. Maybe it was. His it time. almost was. But he says. I think he's twelve in the film. It was six days before his birthday. Yeah, he gets. His dad says, "Oh, I'll write down ten. And he says, "What about inflation?" The son knows about inflation. They're starting a business. They got to know. <laughs> the about, son. Does? Oh, the, oh, the youngest son. Yeah. Dude, okay, he is very adept at all things money related. Him. Like his dad should have been proud of him because he did. I mean, aside from mismanaging a million dollars. Oh, um, God. In six like, days. He seemed to know a decent amount about a lot of, like, inner workings of how the finances work. Yeah. But I thought that was... Okay, we... Go ahead. I have another thing we got wrong, is that stuff doesn't get repossessed. We thought that right. people came in and took stuff yeah, back. right. That never happens. No, but people do steal stuff from the party at the end. Yeah. Yeah. When the, when the one lady's like, Miss Maggie does a cheapskate, yeah, this party's over. Everyone just starts grabbing <laughs> shit and running. Like, grabbing yeah. That's what you, when you go to a fancy party. And they're ending. grabbing, like, vases off tables. <laughs> you grab whatever you want. Them. I was like, wow, is this what happens? <laughs> Yeah, really? <laughs> you, you turn like some ladies like party's over people just start grabbing stuff and running like that's what happens. so no. we do have to talk about the moment oh where, my where god the, where the undercover cop kisses him on the lips oh my oh god my god that was the weirdest and i thought i thought this was a thing film. that happened but i wasn't sure and watching that movie i was incredibly yeah. uncomfortable <laughs> not even close oh. to the cheek she and i was right for the lips. i remember as a kid being like oh nice maybe someday i too could have like a 20 year old lady kiss me <laughs> now i'm watching this like this is really wrong like this is a horrible thing in this <laughs> they movie. make a plan for 10 years to meet up again they do and i wrote oh, we, we talked about like we joked yeah. It, we joked in our first half about we were like oh maybe they were like oh come see me in 10 years they they actually did that they she was like and they this argued about it she was like come see me in 10 years he was like wait to rob this kid's girl and he was like six oh years she's like eight years he's like all right eight years and that that happened is that how dating works that oh my gosh works. i i oh my could God. not believe that so they, they yeah they go on this date Mm-hmm. They have a really fun time. Mm-hmm. Somehow he falls over and the whole table like falls on him. <laughs> <laughs> he like has something tucked into his He really does. How he, he, had a, he had the tablecloth tucked into his <laughs> pants or shirt or something. So he stands up and the whole table at this fancy restaurant full of nice stuff just falls. And he falls too. Like he yeah. falls over and it all falls on him. He freaks Poor out kid. too when that when that like crab is on his face. Oh yeah. He's That's like right. ah! and he throws it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Oh, 
And she she oh, she doesn't man. even blink. Now she granted she is still trying to find Mr. McIntosh, but she's buying what the kid's selling. I think at this oh, point, yeah, God, she's, she's totally going buying. on this date with this with this kid. Yeah, she and, kissed him on the lips. <laughs> what? The and they hell? they almost they almost had a moment even when they were in the fountain. They were yeah. like they were really close to just busting it out. Oh man, that was yeah, gross. Oh my gosh, this that was. The, that whole subplot was extremely uncomfortable. It did not need to be in the film. It, well, at the very least, it needed to be like she was just after Mr. McIntosh. Yeah. I did not need her to reciprocate at the end of that She did not need to seduce that kid to get a, to him. It could have been a cheek kiss. And that nope. would have been okay. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no. Yes. Nope. Right I, I would have accepted the, the kiss on okay, the cheek. Okay, a hug. <laughs> but she straight up kisses that kid on the lips and enjoys it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was just not appropriate. Oh my god! So the dad also has a redemption scene where he yes, where the the, the little kids um, has his back to him, and the dad's basically apologizing for being such a jerk to him the whole film. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it seems so disingenuous because the dad doesn't didn't yeah, the, really do anything other than just be upset that Preston wasn't at home one night. Yeah, it, it's he's like so, talking to his mom, like, "Where is everybody?" It's like, "Oh, Preston's working," and then he's like, "Oh, I'm just I'm missing my son," but he doesn't. Yeah, really in the learn beginning anything. of the film too. Yeah, if you feel like more of a, oh, I don't have someone here to kind of yell at, but at the end, it was his birthday, and he wasn't right. home on his birthday, and that's yeah. what made him sad. Because then he's like, "Oh, now I've been mean to my kid, and he's missing his whole life." But it's only six days. Yeah, and it's I did not. not I did not get <laughs> yeah. any hint that that's something that would have continued past that day because that dad was a one hundred percent jerk yeah, the whole time. Yeah, the, the dad. dad literally values a dollar at the beginning, and then Preston does get a lot of money and spends it, and he's focusing all of his time away from his dad and away from his family, doing what he wants essentially. Yeah, right. Also, because his family doesn't seem to really care about no. him that much his mom has maybe like three lines in the whole film no the mom was yeah. totally on board with the dad because at one point he almost like teases his dad where he like his dad's like that's not a, i don't want you over that macintosh house like right now and he's like well that's a shame dad because i was going to show him your investment proposal idea mm-hmm. yeah and his dad's the mom's suddenly, like hey suddenly his dad's that. like oh man uh, uh, please please see my proposal and the mom's like i'll get it for you like mm-hmm. yeah she was she was like oh now that there's money involved they, they i'll be i'll talk to my family money. they're desperate yeah. for money they in this are. they're like but they have a really nice house the, the dad steals stuff from his that's office why, maybe that's why they have a nice house is because <laughs> they they screw they stole the house. everything they, stolen in that they stole the house like macintosh stole that house yeah and that castle was even more awesome that was I in, in my head when I was thinking about it, I thought it was just like a house with like sort of a fake castle facade. That was like a real they, castle. There's a house. genuine castle. I think it, the movie takes place in Wyoming, if I'm not mistaken. No, I, Indiana. I Indiana. Indiana. He's wearing a Wyoming shirt. The plate on the it on takes the place bank, in Indiana. Well, the bank manager's Jaguar, which like he lets the bad guy take after he does it the first scene. Has, the bank, an, has Indiana. an Indiana plate when he gets run over when he runs over the kid. But Preston's wearing a Wyoming shirt. In the yeah, no, he movie, just has so. a he just he's a big fan of the state of Wyoming. I don't understand. that. Okay, it's arguable that there's no one knows where this movie yes. takes place I don't but there's a castle yeah. in indiana from what i know from this film <laughs> yeah there's a there, if you this, google it just google they live on a block full of giant houses including a giant castle house and yeah. it was it was an old couple who was buying the house i think you I well they were selling yeah, they, they were selling, selling the house yeah that's i was a little i was both right and wrong because right. yeah there is a couple <laughs> involved with the sale of the house but they're selling and right, the right, bad right. guy is trying to buy the same Why house is that bad guy do, there to buy that house and okay he, i don't know he's supposed to send the guy, like Juice, to go get this money, and the day he deposits that money and gets these checks, in planning to do it the next day, he's already spent a, a fair amount of the money that he's supposed to be getting the next day. Because yeah, he's trying yeah. to buy this house, he writes the kid a check for a bike. He's like, beat, was he yeah. gonna? Like, he deposited mm-hmm. exactly a million dollars, and then even if he wrote a, the kid a, like a check for fifty bucks, 
sent Juice in with a million dollar check, he's gonna bounce it because it's fifty bucks short. Mm, <laughs> that's that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, he was not. He thinking. was being a little, little bit presumptuous I, I, about I, that house. I wrote it down. Do you remember how much the castle cost? Because that was a point of contention. Uh, yes, too. because when we talked about, it, we were like, that's at least a million yeah. dollar home. It was that like been all of his money. He was originally gonna put in like one hundred and sixty thousand dollars, yeah. right? Yeah, the, the price started at one hundred and sixty thousand. For a house that is, is a literally tr- a giant castle, a million dollars. <laughs> no, that that house is way more than a million dollars. <laughs> and and then the bidding was really going to end at two hundred thousand. That was like the max value. And yeah. then the kid accidentally bids three hundred thousand. Yes, the mom, the mom accidentally bids three hundred. She 000. says, "I'll be back at three or something like that." And yeah. it just goes over oh, three hundred thousand. <laughs> yeah, and that is a steal. It's still a steal, for yeah. yeah, a great deal. He overpaid by a hundred thousand, but still got that for He's way like, under what it's worth. You're wild. killing me. I don't know if that was just the housing market in the '90s or whatever, but holy cow, because that <laughs> that house was worth way more than that. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I mean, depends on where you live. Like I the guess. value of the house could I, really go up because that was a, fa- a really nice house. And if I like, if we I could all bought go that in house for one hundred sixty, I was like, <laughs> yeah. right now, is there a castle down the street from where we are? <laughs> There, there might be a castle in. down the street from where we are. <laughs> Probably. Uh, somehow that we missed can, it. That we could <laughs> buy for $160,000. I'm sure, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that it was one of the things. Yeah, I was like, oh, did he spend the million on the house? No, I mean, not even close. Not even close. I will say my favorite character of the whole movie is the limo driver. Henry, yeah. Yeah, oh, he was great. Henry. He was wonderful. He was awesome. Would you eat ice cream out of a trash bucket. <laughs> this is my question. Because in the movie, two times <laughs> is there a, a trash bucket full to the brim with ice cream. And ice cream doesn't stay. Uh, that, that'll melt within minutes. Oh, yeah. So, what's the deal? It was a glacier <laughs> of ice cream in a bucket. It was, that was way Did they bring their own bucket into the ice cream store? They or must they, have. They must have. Oh, bu- yeah. And I also, like, that whole shopping montage was amazing and i'm wondering like now i really want to know if you have that much money can you get like all the attendants and target running after you with baskets if you have that much cash also they didn't need to be be running it pretty great (laughs) no they didn't they didn't need to be also they were were literally like pulling things off the shelf the store was closing they had five minutes to buy whatever (laughs) they want and also i will say the the clothing buying montage was the most 90s thing i have watched in a long time there were three montages like back to back to back the clothing was the best because he puts on the most bananas 90s clothes (laughs) he's wearing a vest and tie and suit jacket and the vest is really, really like really like a Liechtenstein painting, yeah, like a comic right. book, <laughs> like a newspaper print or something like that with like yeah. yellow, red, and white all over it. It was insane. Yeah, it, it, in general, I mean this this movie was painfully nineties for all the stuff they did. But this, yeah, it, it was very nineties. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, Rookie of the Year was sort of like oh they talk they don't really there's not a huge amount that really yells out to me. That like, exactly when that movie takes place, mm-hmm. uh, but that oh my god, blank check was also uh, also like this. I don't know anything about checks or when checkbooks started, but yeah. this movie feels like it can only happen in the nineties. Yeah, like, you can't make a remake of this. You can't like make a sequel. People I don't know, know if check... you could have made one in like the seventies or eighties. Right. I know nothing yeah. about checks. I mean, like catch me if you can. I think took place in the well, 60s, yeah, and they kind of yeah they did, okay. and they they talk about it in there how like how the checks work across the country, but that the the 
none of the finance parts made sense because the bank manager was either totally inept or was just not understanding how this was supposed to go down with the whole swapping the same bills. Yeah, like, yeah, that was that made no mistake. sense at all. Um, um, poking holes in some. Yeah, he's paying cash for check. for everything. Um, I'm trying to think. We also mentioned that we thought that the date the kid goes on was he set it up for her and Mr. McIntosh. But no, from the get-go, he set it up as a date between the just the two yep, of them. Yeah, them. and she was on board. Well, she was desperate to meet Macintosh, but that it, date sealed the deal for the kid, though. Like, uh, yeah, she man. was like, oh, now I'm on this date with an eight-year-old, and he's very charming, and I'm very attracted to him. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is going to happen. That's when, the Which, movie, that's when the movie took a turn, and I was already like, oh, no. She is undercover, committed to her job. She will do anything to yeah, get She will story. do anything to <laughs> she solve doesn't that wanna, case. She doesn't want to blow her cover. <laughs> Oh my god! She's like she's bringing down that bastard that took that money. Cause, also, because she is okay. Because yeah. that that whole date, she is just all over that kid. She yeah, and like yep. and like oh whatever you want to do. Oh my god! <laughs> was, oh no! <laughs> it was hard to watch. <laughs> and also, so the the very last scene is his birthday. Yes, this, very this last. Movie, yeah. This movie has three birthdays in it. It yeah. has the bully. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. It has Mr. McIntosh's birthday, and then it has um, his Preston's birthday. Which birthday. is, like, Mr. McIntosh's birthday is an accident, because he's setting up, he sets up the birthday party for himself, but under the cover of Mr. McIntosh. Right. Because it's, yeah, supposed to be but for him. he has a, a candle blowout scene at the end, where he's making a wish. Yes. Is he wishing he goes, to go on a date with this girl? He totally... He has a list of wishes. Right, and one of them is to kill his brothers. Yeah, it is. I wrote that. That's the first thing on his list of things. Like he his wants to, to knock off his. Brothers. I had that in my notes as well. Like I literally wrote down "killing brother." <laughs> yeah. But I he mean, had a, a like a notepad wish list. And on it, I his think it computer. said "knock off brothers." Yeah. yeah, is what it said. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh my god!" Like so many, so much of this movie didn't make sense. I also like how in the bank when he goes to open his account with his eleven dollar check. They're like, there's a $200 minimum balance for a checking account. Yeah. I was like, what bank has like a $200 my, minimum my on bank your checking does. account? Yeah, we thought it was $50 or yeah. less than that. But. What are your guys' minimums? <laughs> mine's, like, mine's $200. Is my it? My bank, yeah. Mine's $5. Yeah, mine is, uh, mine's like 5 or 10 yeah, I, I think five, it's, I think it's five, five in there. I think mine is 5 bucks. That's crazy. Brad, yeah. you need a new bank. You're, you're just... Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's a good savings yeah, account. Savings account. We all need deal. All right. So, did you like the film? I fucking loved it. I oh, this movie. No. You loved it. Oh my god. All right. I recommend watching it. It's Don't, great. Okay. Don't. I recommend watching it as a joke. Like <laughs> watching this, preparing to watch a terrible movie that's extremely uncomfortable at the end. It, then it's funny. If you watch this in like a mystery science theater kind of setting, sure, this makes sense. But to watch this film in because you think it's a good movie is questionable. This movie is it isn't good, but it looks great. Because right, <laughs> yes. right out of the bat, I knew it was shot by uh, Bill Pope, the director of photography. He did, oh, yeah. he did all three Matrix films. Yeah. All the Sam Raimi Spider-Mans, Men in Black 3, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. He's wow. doing the new Jungle Book movie that's just coming out like next week. He, This guy is great at doing. shooting yeah. movies. And he's, he did Blank Check. Wow. That's one of his first films. You got his first like. You got to cut darkness. your teeth somewhere. So yeah, he sold darkness, himself on the Matrix. Man. He's like, guys, look, I did blank check. Who do you think can shoot the Matrix? <laughs> do you think he put that on his resume when he was applying for the job for the Matrix? Absolutely, totally. <laughs> Wouldn't you? 
Yeah, I would, because this movie's great. <laughs> I mean, you you did know that this movie's going to be shot well. I mean, it was, Maybe yeah. some of the script wouldn't make sense, sure. Like, but it's a Disney movie. The movie it's was a Disney-funded well movie. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it makes sense that at least some of it was going to be pretty good. Right. Yeah. And it was. And it was. And it was. It, I mean, the the plot, the, the story is where it failed. Right. It's not, the movie itself isn't made poorly. Figuring out how to get that way. kid a blank check was the hardest thing that yeah. the writers had to do. Yes. And everything else was fine after that. <laughs> yeah, I For think the most like, part, other than the weird undercover cop, loves... <laughs> yeah. loves but but the other thing to think about is that this is a kid's movie, and logistically, like, kids are not going to understand anything about money laundering or how and banks... Did it. And, 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 and we I accepted when it. I, when I saw that yeah. film as a kid, I was like, oh, this is... Everything about that movie was great when I first saw this, because mm-hmm. I was like, he gets to buy all the toys you want to buy. He gets to mac on a 28-year-old. <laughs> he gets to... He, he gets it, to eat he's ice cream living, out of a trash can. <laughs> he's living, he's the, living life. the dream. <laughs> living the dream. As a, that, that, the water this, slide in the office. Like I said, when I saw this movie as a kid and he got the smooch at the end, I was like, yeah, right on. And now th- that does not hold yeah. up. No, but but as a as a as a kid movie, it does work. Yeah. Also, I I did want to just mention this, even though we're kind of wrapping up. Uh, Tone Loke when they do the, the he's is great. Just so film. good. He's, he's wearing the really... same shirt too, and like every the, the yeah. car chase through the park is like his best moment to shine. Aside from the chase through the house at the end, those are the I think the two best Tone Loke bits. I think this movie. Might have been slightly worse if Sinbad was in that role. I think Tone uh, Loke yeah, really, I think he was important for this really film. stepped up. But the funny part was at the ending when they're chasing Preston around this mansion, um, he goes out the slide, and both the bank manager and the main villain pressure Tone Loke to go down, <laughs> go down the, slide. the slide. They push him down the slide. By the time he gets, he gets to the water, they're already down by the they pool. They are. They're, they're like helping him out as soon as he comes out of the slide. Like, it was clearly easy did, to get he there. Did not need to Obviously, it would have been faster just to walk out of the house. That's what I'm thinking, like, I feel like they pushed him down the slide and then looked over and saw stairs just leading down. And we're like, oh. Oh, we just take the stairs then. That works too. And we can figure out how, yeah. how the slide works because there's no way the water was pumping. Because yeah, they they the do not show water at the top of that slide, yeah. but every, but then they shoot the there's scene always, when they're actually sliding and coming out. There's there always water, water coming there, out. So yeah, that slide that slide that's, was a lie. That's a, that's a magic slide. That slide was a lie. <laughs> so join us uh, uh, next time when we do Rookie of the Year. Bye everybody. Bye. Please rate, like, and subscribe to us on iTunes. Find us on Twitter at WhatWeRemember and WhatWeRemember.com. If you're from the Metro Detroit area and you would like to book us for a live podcast and a movie event, contact us at WhatWeRememberPodcast at gmail.com. And look at our website, WhatWeRemember.com, for more details.